it was wild getting up at 6 a.m honestly like most people like <laughs> most people get up at 6 a.m for work anyway and i was doing it for uni but because it's been like seven six or seven months since i've done anything like that i just woke up and i was like oh my god i have to get up now and i was just looking like it's dark outside this is not natural for me i don't get up before 10 anymore like <laughs> must must be nice man must it's, be nice. it's shameful i am ashamed of myself but also i like sleep so hello and welcome back to the Redcast. i'm your host troy also known as red archer live and this is my new show where i explore the world of entertainment through video games content creation music and much much more as always this episode was available 48 hours early for my patrons before the release on both youtube and spotify and if you'd like to become a patron, make sure you head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Red Archer Just pledge as little as a dollar to get early access to the show. And just like last week, to open this one up, we're going to start by reading a review from episode two. And this one's a really wholesome one, which comes from Dragonlord, who wrote, 10 out of 10, really lovely to see a guy I found from quite small grow to not only become an overkill partner, but also start his own podcast. Really interesting talk, dude. Keep it up, which is just a lovely review. So thank you so much for that. And it was one of the only reviews that wasn't concerning Bank Heist 101. So of course, that was the one I was going to pick. <laughs> but anyway, right, so make sure you leave your reviews in the comment section of this episode on YouTube so that you, one of yours might get picked out for episode four of the podcast to be read out live to open the episode. But anyway, let's get into episode three, and this week's guest has visited the channel for a chat once before back in 2018, so I reckon it's about time we have a catch-up. He's an actor known for a whole variety of roles, but you might know him best as Chains in Payday 2 and as Thanos in 2012's Avengers. It's Damien Poitier. How you doing, dude? I am phenomenal, all things considered. How you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm glad I didn't mess up the intro too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, it seemed pretty smooth. Seemed pretty like smooth, it, yeah. That, that, that's the main test for me, is just not messing that up. Right. <laughs> everything, else is, uh, everything else is going to flow from here, because you got yeah. through the intro, so It's got to be good. professional. It's got to be professional. And considering mm -hmm. the, the half an hour we just spent trying to find headshots of you, which though, I'm going to have right. to try and cut down into like a minute of a glorious intro, that is just... <laughs> Oh my god. So Best for context, literally, yeah, like I asked Damien for a headshot and he spent ages just sifting through his computer to try and find one. And then all serious went, I found one, here you go. And he sent it and it's the one that you can see on the thumbnail and on the screen now, which is not quite yeah. the, the headshot I was expecting, but you know it works. It does work. It's, 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 it may not be the headshot you wanted, but it's the headshot we need. Yes, it is the headshot <laughs> we need, definitely. <laughs> oh my god, it's perfection. I love it. It's brilliant. Oh, honestly. Thank you. And I, for, for everyone who's wondering, because I know a lot of people expect me to mention it to him, Damien is now aware of Bank Heist 101 and has said he's going to watch it after this. So, yeah, yes. We're, we're, we're Unfortunately, now... you guys aren't going to get my uh, my actual response to it because I'm watching it afterwards. But in the next the next time we do an interview, oh, you will definitely go. be here. <laughs> Definitely hearing my reaction to Bank Heist 101. In fact, the next uh, interview may be just a whole talk on the Bank Heist 101. <laughs> just break the video down. Please do, don't just say just that because shot, shot break down, you know? you know what the problem just, is because this is almost completely unedited. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna try not to take anything out unless, like, you know, we have any calls to death or something, which I don't imagine either of us are capable of. But like, <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna hear you say that, and then they're gonna actually like hassle me to make that happen. So thanks for that. That's now gonna oh, be you're, me. you're very welcome. And I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make sure. I'm, I'll make sure it takes me a while to be available to really. Hassled <laughs> 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 about it. Oh no. Just, just basically, what you should do now is when you watch it, just put a tweet out. Just tweet, tweet something out. Tag right. me in. Just say I've just watched Red Archer's Bank Case One Hundred and One, and then just give right. like a very some very brief thoughts and say more to come later or something. Yeah, and then just, just yeah, just and then just maybe, maybe we'll get back to it. Maybe not. I'm gonna anxiously watch my Twitter now for the rest of the day. I'm gonna be so scared. Okay. <laughs> 
may not even get to it today, you know? So busy times. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, don't. <laughs> if, 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 because this episode will be live on Saturday for patrons, and it'll be live everywhere else on Monday. If he has reviewed nice. it, I will put the tweet up on screen now so you can see it. Of course, I don't know what he's going to say. I don't know whether he will have to, but if he does, then everyone can see it. So, oh, God. Oh, it's perfection. I don't. What a great way to start this off. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, no, I was you yeah i'm i'm very worried i'm scared i'm really scared but i'm just gonna fight through the pain basically <laughs> but no so the last time we actually spoke was two years ago now which just makes me feel even older than i already do even though that's I, crazy i shouldn't feel old because i'm only 21 but whatever but yeah that was september 2018 which is just right it feels like it was like you were saying. It feels like ages ago, and yet not very long ago at all. But like that was the yes. first interview I'd done with anyone from the Payday universe. So awesome. And it, I, I, th- I think it was a good start. I personally think. I think I started yeah. as I meant to. It was meant to go on. <laughs> when I'm back, so that says something, right? It does. It does. <laughs> and funny, funny story to lead us right into the first proper topic was that right after the interview, Damien sent a message saying, um, oh, "Let's let's talk more when there's more things to discuss. Let's do another interview." And I was like, "Oh, cool. So that's that's a good a good sign that he enjoyed it and he wants to do more." What I didn't realize is you meant that quite literally because about a month later, Payday Two had its ending. So. <laughs> <laughs> So that's really where we need to start, to be honest, because I want to know just basically what that whole experience was like about filming the ending cutscenes and then also seeing everything go public. So, you know, what right. what was your experience of it all? Well, it was it was it was like a wonderfully bittersweet thing because, you know, it was the end and it was it was we talked about it. Penny was this thing I kind of wandered into. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, hey, go read this thing. Okay, do this web series. Okay, do you want to voice this game? Uh, sure. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, it's I'm, I'm flying to to Australia and I'm flying to Switzerland. You know, <laughs> sweet, sorry. <laughs> but I'm flying, you know, I'm flying all over the world. I'm, um, you know, people are, are hitting me up on Twitter and, and I've become a part of this huge part of this community that I wasn't aware that existed. And it, it was, obviously it grew as... You know, it grew immensely as Payday 2 came out and things like that. But it was just incredible to kind of be, you know, in that spot of, doo, 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 whoa. So to, to have it all come around and, and be like, hey, we're shooting the ending. I was like, but I don't want to go. This has been a great <laughs> time. You know, yeah. I've been really enjoying this. What do, what do you mean? The ending? Payday, Payday 2 doesn't end. No, it doesn't. That, as, we've come, as we've come to find out, it actually doesn't. But <laughs> Payday 2 Literally, <laughs> we found the ending. One one year later, we're back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ending ish. Yeah, ending ish. But yeah, I was like, pity doesn't end. So it was, it was. Yeah, I was not. I, like I said, I was happy to be able to do it, but not happy to have to do it, as it were. Yeah. What so was yeah. That, was and that then, like the atmosphere? Then, uh, oh, no, go on. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, is that like, is, was that a shared atmosphere on set with like with Eric and? And Josh, etc. Like I imagine that was probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were all. You know, me and me and Eric are of every probably closest to Eric, and we were like, man, this has been a good run. You know, just been, yeah. just, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, and 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 you know, Eric doesn't do the voice, so he hasn't been quite as involved as I have. But he he was like, man, this is you know, this has been a wonderful wonderful gig that came out of nowhere and just really continued and really got took us to some wonderful places and, and introduced us to some wonderful people. So it was just, you know, you, you don't want to give something like that up. No, you don't. No, it makes complete yeah. sense. It's not. Yep. 
Yeah, it, and, and then you got Portinho and he just started with the live-action stuff as it ended. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was... I mean, I was personally just really happy to see more live-action stuff because that's something that I've... I, I don't want to say campaigned for because that makes it sound more dramatic than it probably is, but I've said mm. before, like, time and time again, it's like when I asked you before you even, like, came on for an interview, it was like I was asking you if they'd ever had thoughts to do more live-action stuff or, like, a movie. Like, I would... I still would be desperate at some point to see them make some kind of full live action thing for Payday because I think it'd be fantastic. I I am about that life, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get that on statement. Uh, just type yeah, that down. Yeah. <laughs> they are aware. Trust me, they are aware. Yeah, it, it, it'd just be so yeah, good. Cause, yeah, that's the thing is that... Because I remember you saying to me that as, that as time passed, the, they put more budget into the live action stuff and it did come across... Like right. I think for me, one of the peaks was the Hardcore Henry one because that one was like you—you you could tell they come on leaps and bounds from the web series because the web series was fantastic, but like there was just something else. There was like a different edge, I think, to Hardcore Henry where it just felt a lot more. I don't know what the word is. Well, like, like, like you would, you, it wouldn't feel out of place in a cinema. I think is the best way to describe it. Right. Yeah. Well, the cinematic would be the word you're looking for. That is the exact <laughs> word I was looking for. <laughs> See, this is why you're here. You're here to make me sound like more of an idiot. More of an idiot than I already am. But yeah, that's what I meant. It looks very cinematic. Right. <laughs> I almost want to move on now to just stave off the embarrassment. Um. <laughs> no, no, listen. Wow, that's a good place to be. So <laughs> yeah, but it was it was it was definitely a, a good place for us and we, we got to a we every time we shot, you know, that we did something they, they tried to step it up every time and it was very clear in from our angle that we watched them bringing it up and up and up and we were we were we were happy to be a part of something that was evolving and the 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 tricky thing though is you know for, to shoot a short film is not a big deal shoot a like a, a dlc promo or trailer is, is relatively simple when you start getting into actual film work and, and episodics and, and tv then you have to get involved with other producers and people who are more used to working in that format yeah, and then it starts to become control issues and, and and vision issues and things of that nature. So it's actually a very very difficult process, especially when it comes to. I mean, let's let's look at video games and and the adaptations we've seen so far. Yeah, you know, yeah. not a whole lot of them have been great. That's very true. So, <laughs> yeah. So you know, recognizably being as as intimately tied to the product as the Payday team is, they were very very and they have been very very hesitant. To to work with someone who they don't you they're trying to find somebody who actually feels exactly what they're yeah yeah and that's not that's not an easy thing to do so no, I, I as much as i'm like just make the thing i understand why they're being reticent about it and why they're being so so careful in who they involve no yeah and, right, and, that's, that's fair. and on the one hand i, I appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand shoot the thing so yeah yeah well that's the thing now it's like with all the money that the that they've got now hope like thankfully the with the investors stuff that they're footing into payday 3 i really hope at some point that a bit of it even if it's just for like a promo trailer or something something live action for payday 3 because i'd be so disappointed if they go into payday 3 and they they ditch the live action aspect because i think it's something that made payday 2 too so special i mean we talked about it last time and it was like there's there's no other game out there that does the live action stuff linking to the meat or the media the way payday 2 does so yep I think to lose that in going into Payday Three would be something that would be really, really sad. And I, I don't imagine they plan to, and I don't. I, I hope they don't, because it's just, 
it's amazing. And and hopefully if the game launches with a good amount of popularity, because Payday 2 when it launched, I mean, it had a good base behind it, but it was nowhere near what it is now, like, without a shadow right. of a doubt. So I'm hoping if, if the Payday 3 starts off strong, then they can really, like, properly push the live action stuff for like future dlc updates and stuff because it's like this is very hit and miss and it's like when they they put out the most recent uh trailer with with almir actually doing some live action stuff i was like wow they're still doing some live action things this is cool this is nice it was like a like a, a nice little refreshing surprise but it's just so good i love it i think that i think it's such a fantastic thing well, it's, one of the things I love about it is, like, it's like we were talking about, it's something only Payday was doing. So it's just, it, it gave it a distinctive feel and flavor that no other video game had. Exactly. And I just, I, I, I love that about it, and I love being able to, to participate all, across all mediums with it. That was amazing. Yeah. You know, I got to do, if you, like, with the exception of, I think, three things, if you saw Chains on screen, it was me. Yeah, because you you were saying like if you, if your mask was on the whole time, it wasn't you, which was I think for Hoxton Breakout was the what that was the one. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, but then I went back and did the voiceover, so I still worked on that. Exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the uh, there was the trailer. There was a, a trailer where Chain was using a minigun. Yes. Yes. And that that wasn't me, but that was actually a really good friend of mine. Oh. Who I called. <laughs> yeah, I called him and I was like, "Who did you guys use for the Hoxton Breakout trailer?" And they were like, oh, it's just some dude. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is the guy. Yeah, this you is the guy you can use, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's my size, and he's one of the guys I, I worked with when I was coming up in the industry. So, And he lives in Norway, so he's very easy. He's very close. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. Yeah, he's my size. Use him. <laughs> Makes sense. And so they did. If you can't yeah. be there, choose who's there instead. Yeah, exactly. That's much better. So that was pretty cool. Plus being able to, you know, being able to give a, a friend... Yeah, exactly. Is and then somebody who really helped me out when I was starting out. Mm. Being able to get him a gig was just amazing. Yeah, I can imagine. So, that well before we before we switch topic, then I, I, what I wanted to give a minute or two to is just what was what was the reaction like that you saw for the ending of Payday Two? Like seeing everyone react to the game coming to an end to the cinematics. What was that like for you? Seeing everyone everyone's reactions pouring out for it. It was awesome. It was it, once again. It was it was very bittersweet. You know, it's awesome to see people so happy to see us and to see us winning yeah you know and that was a lot of fun and the funniest thing was there was a long time where people hadn't quite seen it yet yeah so there were people like you know what's going on everything like that and you talking some yeah no nah, bro and, and then they, they get around to it and then they come back like hey i just saw it so <laughs> yeah because <laughs> there was a good start like three or four days where the, they'd found the first cut scene where it was just the funeral and everyone was like right. that can't be how that ends no that's not how it right, ends yeah. don't say that to me <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was hilarious. And then when the, when the actual cutscene came out, it was like, oh, ah, ah, that's better. That's more like. It. Yeah, like okay, okay, that feels more like a yeah a payday ending. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was yeah. it was there was once the final cutscene came out, it was pretty positive all around, which I was uh, happy for. Like the, the the biggest complaint was that it was over. Yeah. So I can't. <laughs> that's exactly what you want to hear when something like that comes out. Yeah, exactly. When it was like it was like seven and a half minutes long or something, it was fantastic, and it was just yeah. I don't think it missed a beat. It it it, it ended it perfectly, perhaps too yeah, was... perfectly because I want I want the door open for you guys to come back. But <laughs> <laughs> what's well, always it can always be uh you know the, 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 uh, obviously they find ways to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean look at Avengers when when things aren't going their way, time travel. <laughs> No, I, this, yeah like one thing I've, I've said is that like it, it's a bit it might be slightly difficult to wing it round but like they were talking about at the end they were saying like where all the characters went off like 
uh, like Dallas buying the yacht and all that, and you know, all everyone going their separate ways. And I was like, who's not to say something could happen in between before they actually settle down that forces them to stay around? You know, maybe there's some kind of narrative thing that you can do there that keeps them going and <clears throat> makes it work. Like I think they could make it, they could adapt it to make it work. I do think because everyone like one of the most like popular discussions right now is you know which character is going to come back and you know who's going to stay and whatever. And I just I personally just believe, and it's not just because I'm talking to you right now, but I think that some at least if not all of the original four i think really need to return i think wolf is probably a bit a bit of a hit and miss situation at the minute but it's certainly for for yourself and for dallas and stuff i think if, if you don't come back it just i don't know i think you need to retain like some of the identity and i would really like to see them twist it and make it work so that there's a reason for you guys to stay but that still pays homage to that final cutscene. well we'll see <laughs> i hate it i hate i hate that you listen to all that and you can't, can't like oh Oh, it's like we can't discuss any discussions that you might have had to discuss future for Payday 2 because you might have had discussions or not. But even if you have, you can't discuss those discussions. Right. If if there were discussions, you are correct. I'd not be able to discuss them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to hope there's been discussions and hope that at some point we can discuss those discussions when the discussions are made public, if they are. Yeah. Have I said discussions enough yet? <laughs> I think... Mean- I think we discussed the possibility of discussions about as much as we can discuss the possibility of discussions. <laughs> <laughs> but we have established that there's a possibility of discussions, so there at is. least there's that. There is a possibility, and um, well, that, that's that's a good point. Well, right, okay. <laughs> oh god. Um, so I want to spend a bit of time just just getting like just asking you about how your year's been because I mean, 2020 has been very insane. strange. Yes, it's it's been. <laughs> It's been an insane year. It's just been a ridiculous. I'm like, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, why has 2020 been the longest five years of my life? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it's bizarre. So, I mean, you know, you've got everything going on with, with the COVID crisis. You've got everything else beyond yeah. that. That's just been. There's been a lot of like political um, unrest and everything. Like, how have things been for you in the last nine months? Even though it feels like far longer than nine months. Uh, no, right. Well, it's it's interesting because I I made some very very careful i was in a position let's let's first start there to make some very very careful choices about how i went about setting things up for for you know myself and my people yeah and we're actually in a very good position hmm. you know where i'm outside of all those i'm outside of the situations in terms of having to be directly involved and my involvement is, is by choice whatever i choose to do yeah and so it's it's you know there are many who don't have the options i have and I think that's that's one of the things that people you know, underestimate is is how important it is and how how fortunate it is when you have a choice in things. Yeah, you know, you know, because there's there's a whole thing with you know the balance of power is is put on the shoulders of the powerful. Yeah, and people yeah. forget that so much. There's there's this thing called punching up versus punching down, and punching like comedian the fool was there to make fun of the king not the not the not the you know not the subjects that people don't people forget that it's not it's not you're not there you're not supposed to be making fun of or or the the but you you know what i'm saying like if you're if you're going out to people who are strong that's not the way things are supposed to work yeah i know that makes sense yeah and 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 everyone everybody's people you know we, we all understand that everybody can make who knows on any given decision you will make good or bad 
But if you're in a position where you're of power to make said decisions, yeah, then there's a larger responsibility. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, so so there's a, there's a lot there, and then I guess the whole concept of punching up of who who is in a superior position here, you know, who has the power, and that's the person who needs to fix the problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we like people can talk as much as as much as they want about the way things could be, should be, need to be, but it is it's it's down to people in power to really make those decisions. But, so you gotta yeah. If, if you're supposed to be doing a thing, are you do? If you're supposed to be, are you doing the thing? Yeah. If you're doing yeah. the thing, then the discussion about people who are abusing it is much different. Yeah. If you're not doing the thing. Well, then you can't even have an honest discussion about what. Yeah, true. Because because the, the social contract is being is being ignored. It's it's not being honored. Mm. You know, and it's I I don't know. It's it's difficult to ask someone to honor a contract that you are not honoring. Yeah. Or to no, blame someone yeah. for not honoring a contract that you are not honoring. Mm. You know, that's so. It's it's and it, and the thing is, is a lot of. Uh, misinformation there's a lot of sides to it you know this isn't a, a these people believe this and these people believe this situation yeah which a lot of people want it to be this is not a black and white situation literally it's very nice very well done there thank you but, but there are so many there's so many different shades to it and so many different beliefs and so many different and and people you know it's it's Take it from a place of, of of humanity. Go to the humanity of it. Okay, what is the, what is the humanity of the situation? Where where are the people? Where's the heart? Where why are people doing this? What are they doing and why are they doing? It? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it goes to Americans don't know their history. Mm. We do not know our history. We are not taught our history. We are not offered our history. We're not offered our history in in a narrative form like our true history in a narrative form. We're not offered it in school. You know, you, you pretty much have to do private study in, in order to have any kind of real historical frame of reference. And you, the historical frame of reference is, is because the reason why the situation and the people involved in the situation are where they are is because of what happened in the past. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're, we're where we are because of what happened. So ignoring the past and, and, and move trying to say, let's move forward, let's move you can't do that unless the situation has been equalized, which it has not. Yeah. You know, so I have I have a great deal of, it, it, I guess the best way to look at it, I have a great deal of sympathy for those who are, not, I guess not sympathy is not the right word. I have a great deal of compassion. Everyone finds some difficult circumstances where they don't know what to do. However, on top of my compassion is the fact that if you are negatively affecting people that you are supposed to be helping. Yeah. Or if you're, or or if you're going against people who have done nothing to you, you are not. That that is not a situation that I can. What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, condone. Yes. Thank yes. you. Exactly. There you go. We you help each other out. You help me. With my... <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Yeah, I, I can't. I can. I can understand a situation and not. Condone. Yeah. I think people don't don't really take that in heart. You can understand a situation. You can give a situation a, a, a sharp look. You can give a situation an honest look and bring yourself to a place where you understand why the situation is happening and still say, I don't condone it. Yeah. 
you know, and it's a lot easier to do when you're not in the situation. That's true. So it's just an incredibly, it's been made to be an incredibly complex situation. It's been put into these, these categories and this isn't anything new. Yeah. You know, the, the, the caste system has existed for years and point is people in large numbers have power. Yeah. That is absolutely, that's an absolute. So the trick is to direct that power in a place that enables whoever's able to direct it to do what they want. Yeah. You know? And and America has this concept of equality that has never been honored. Yeah. You know, it says, all you know, the, the, the people who, the Constitution, the people who wrote the, quite a few of them were slave owners. Yeah, that's true. So, it was it was a very common thing for people involved in power so, to have so, to be. Like, so either they yeah. did, so either they didn't believe it, or I'm not a man. Yeah, right. And then it was all all men are created equal. It was not all all the created equal. It's not all people are created equal. So women weren't even involved yeah. or included. So there's yeah there's so but but if you're not if you're not taking basics of the situation that formed our country the very the very the very framework that our our literal interracial relationships were formed formulated on you cannot possibly be looking honestly at the situation yeah it's been it's been interesting for me because i've got such an outside perspective not being american in case it's not obvious for anybody that i'm british i mean it probably is but you know whatever i'm not right. the best with accents but it's just it's it's been very very interesting just to see how things have been developing i think over the last few months because it's just it is like it's it's exactly what you said. It, it's that it's being boiled down into very specific categories, and and there is such a mix of opinions and attitudes. It's it's far more complex. It, it's it's far more involved than people make it out to be when they try and boil it down to certain aspects. I believe personally, I just well, well, the thing is, it's it's actually very very. If you're if you're hired to do a job, and in the process of doing that job, you break the rules of the job, you should be punished. Simple done. That's start there. Yeah. You know, anything that comes out of that, that's, that's where we're dealing with a simple situation. Now, once again, and then, and then you get into why are people doing what they're doing? Why are the, why are there so many problems in certain communities and things? Okay. Let's look at the social contract as to where it is now. Let's look at the social contract that was actually offered. Mm -hmm. Not the one that was said to be offered. The one that was actually offered. And, and and see if you can see whereas they might have got there. And if we can see that, then we say, okay, how do we fix that? What do we do to make that more in line with what we say it is or what we want it to be? Yeah. You know, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want anybody to get killed. I don't want anyone to lose things that they've worked so hard for. I don't want any of that. It shouldn't but have let's to come be to real. that, no. No, but let's be real. There's 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 not a conversation happening. Yeah, there's been many 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 requests for a conversation. Many 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 things that said we should be talking about that. People who have who have said things and done things that were very peaceful that said this we need this needs to be addressed. This needs to be something that's been talked about. Yeah, and it hasn't, been. and it's been pushed aside, which it should definitely should never have been. Yeah, ignored. And and it keeps happening, even in the light of everything that's been going on. The situation keeps arising. Mm. 
So obviously there's a fundamental flaw in our operational systems here. It's one that shouldn't be hard to to overcome, but it's just... Well, it, 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 but people often talk about the conditioning of one side without actually both sides are being conditioned. Both people who find themselves on opposites of this conflict are being conditioned to believe certain things about the other side. Mm. You know, and when you're when you're conditioned to believe something about someone, and and, and in such a way as like the 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 way society looks at people like me is not positive. American society does not look at people that look like me. It does not. It never has. So inherent in the way you're growing up is a negative bias towards people that look like me. Yeah. Unless you have close and personal contact and, and meaningful contact with a person like that. And and like people are always talking about, you know, there's the people like throw around the word privilege and bias and all this other stuff. I have privileges. Yeah. I have bias. You know, I, I, I have my own personal things that I have. So if if I who should be considered a part of of you know, who, who am a part and it was considered a part and all the things that and I can look at myself and say I have these things then then why is it so difficult for others to look you at know? Those, yeah and and why conditioning you're conditioned not to that's true yeah because everybody like everybody has their own privileges and their bias no matter how strong it is yeah. or wherever it whatever it might be towards everybody is yeah. privileged or biased can, towards something in particular it's just the way it's the, it's, it's human we make judgment call how we we're we're, we're des- that's how our brains work our brains brains are designed to make judgment calls because that's how we live we're, yeah. we're, we're based off of hunters and gatherers so you have to decide and, and and make a judgment call on whether or not you can hunt this thing or whether or not gathering this thing is worth your time you have to make these judgments and these judgments can be life and death yeah you know so that's where our, our thought process evolved from and that's how our fears and our anger and things are manifesting because we're being put in a position where we think these things are in danger. And in some cases they are, but we need to know where from and what the true dangers are. And that's very difficult to parse out, especially from a small and shielded position of observation. Yeah. No, it makes sense completely. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've been doing a lot of soul searching and and I've been quieter than I would have liked to been on this publicly. Yeah, you know I I've been trying to put together things to say, and the problem is one who's going to listen. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so thank you for bringing me on so I could you know. Air that, it out no, it's fine. Like 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 I said like. For context, I said to Damien before we recorded this, like I sent him a list of topics. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what, how much, and what you want to say about what's been going on, but like, I, like I wanted to make sure that you could say whatever you wanted because it's, it's just such an important thing, and I don't think, in a lot of ways, people are getting out the messages that they want to because you get, you hear what's in the news, and then even what's put in the news can be biased, you know, and and everyone's opinions gets thrown, and it's just, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mess. It can be. So well, I wanted, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, but there's been several things that have happened, like. You know, previous to the eight, uh, before the eighties, there was actually news was actually uh, it it there were it was held to a standard. Yeah, it wasn't entertainment. It was there was a standard. When it, if it was considering itself news, there was a standard that was held to. Now, of course, that that standard was based in a certain socioeconomic, cultural 
you know, POV. Yeah. But there was at least a standard that it was held to. After the 80s, it was dismissed as a requirement for calling yourself a news station. And and people have run wild and taken advantage of it. Yeah. And then we had a little problem of, like, there, there's, there's been several things that have led us to this point. Then we had the problem of the 24-hour news cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, which kind of started around the time of the of the O.J. Simpson game. Yeah. The problem with the 24-hour news cycle is you need 24 hours of news. Yeah, this is the thing. And then if you if you haven't got, you have to start like either exaggerating stuff or, God forbid, right. making or, stuff or, up. You don't want you know, that. But like, you know, it, it happens, man. It happens. It does. So if you, you need 20, so you so you need 24 hours of news. So then, fast forward, and all of a sudden you have the internet. Yeah, and it's all about and you have tweets. And you have you have, but but worse worse than clicks. Worse than clicks is any individual can put something on their personal site, especially if they have it open and available to the, and go viral. Yeah. You know, a certain site that a lot of people have put stock into has been revealed to be single individual operating literally out of a basement in New Jersey. Yeah. You know, and it's like. But that that that's that's that single individual from a basement in New Jersey has launched a movie that has actually gotten into the highest echelons of government. Yeah, and been quoted by the highest office in the land. Think about that. Yeah. So the control vector has become very difficult. It's very difficult to 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 figure out how you can direct the news so people are are jumping on things as quickly as possible. Try to be ahead of the game. Because they want the clicks. If you're doing it because you feel like doing it, that's one thing. If you're doing it because it's your job, you're not getting clicks, you're not getting paid. So there's sure. an immense pressure to find and or create situations that will generate clicks. Yeah. And that's the thing now, that you use have- all the time about people putting like, it just, even everything. I mean, it's like, it could be about things that are like vitally important, even things that, that don't matter at all. It's just, it's all about getting people to click on your stuff and getting people to, to give you that attention. Welcome to 2020. Literally. I mean, the, <laughs> like, that That sums up, like, literally just everything. Just welcome to 2020. 2020 has just been such a, a strange year. It's just... And that's, that, and that's not even not, touching on, like, the COVID crisis. Like, that was good. something else I was going to, like, ask you about. Like, that was just... This whole thing's just been very strange. Well, COVID, COVID is a very, very interesting thing because one of the issues with the way the news has been going, the way the information has been parsed out, and one of the things that... One of the best and worst things about the internet is... I can find you 10 to 15 things that absolutely agree with anything I say and that will scientifically back it up. Yeah. You know, I mean, this, this, the the most difficult things that people are having trouble with is airborne contagion, asymptomatic transmission. Yeah. Those are the two key points I don't think people are hitting enough because the thing is, it's airborne. Mm -hmm. So if I have it and I'm standing next to you and we're talking, I may have it. There are people who will walk away from a conversation, fall into a coma, and die. <laughs> you know, it's blunt, it's blunt but it's true. It is blunt, but it's true. Yeah, I mean, and that's 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 an extreme account. I don't think there's been any accounts like that. But but basically, that's that's, that's the problem is you can walk around with it for weeks not knowing you have it. Well, that's, and uh, then yeah, one thing I read was that well, I don't know whether it's accurate, but I read somewhere saying that I think it was seventy five percent of people who have it are just asymptomatic. They just carry it and they don't know they've got it. Right. Like I could be talking right. to you right now, and I could have it, and I just don't know. Like, right. there's there's no way of knowing. Yeah, and there's people there's people who who 
who have, you know, who are on their deathbeds, who are like will not make it. And they they survive. Yeah. And there's people who are absolutely healthy who don't. And 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 the thing is, all the thing, everything I just said is from things I've read. Yeah. Which means it's all speculation because anyone can say anything. Yeah. Like all you have to do you is know, just Google it. Like even the people who, who at dull entitled saying, oh, I, d- I don't need to wear a mask. It's my human right not to wear a mask, blah, 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 all that. Well, you know, there are choice words I could use for people to behave like that, but I will refrain. Um, but like all you have to do is just look, look up, look something up and be like, look here, it says here that I don't, I shouldn't have to wear one, blah, 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 blah. And then that's it. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that, that's such an interesting flex for me too. Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait. Wait, how did that become a line in the sand? That's such an interesting thing. The amount of things you've I've seen trending like on on Twitter or YouTube or wherever of like this video of like this person refuses to wear a mask. Look what happens, and I'm like watching it going. This this has to be staged. This cannot be real. There's no way someone is behaving like this. And then you go, no, no, there are people who, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real, man. We owe a great great deal of apologies to so many horror writers. And disaster movie writers. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. We, we, we so many. I, I, I think I read, I read that somewhere. We have so many apologies. So many people who said, people like they were literally. If this is a zombie apocalypse, first of all, we are not prepared. Yeah, we are not prepared as a civilization to to just deal with any kind of serious like invasion or apocalypse. Because if if <laughs> There were zombies. Somebody would run up and be like, "It's not transferred by bite. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna run up and get bitten." Literally, yeah. Someone would do that, and it, it, it'd probably be someone who had a camera and would put it on YouTube. Oh yeah, <laughs> it'd be on YouTube. Be like, "I'm gonna go get bitten by a zombie to prove that it's not real." Don't get bitten by a zombie at three a.m. Right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yep. Yeah, so there literally is nothing else you can say that other than yep. Yep, like like that is entirely feasible. Yeah, we that we, we cannot we cannot at all make fun of any people. Prometheus hated that movie. Hated that movie. Absolutely possible. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, okay. but but the zini biologist who's like, hey, I was just in here 45 minutes ago and there wasn't a, and now there's a snake, so I'm gonna touch it. Yeah, I, I literally stood up and like made various noises of frustration. <laughs> 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 I love that. That's great. Just various noises of frustration. That that perfectly sums it up. Yeah, I was just like, but 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 uh, that could, well because it was such an unrealistic thing for me. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's not that's not possible. But I knew it was possible because I knew the people, and I somehow managed to underestimate the stupidity of people in large groups. Yeah, I don't know how because people behave very stupidly. <laughs> and and now the problem is you you don't have to you, you don't have to be in a group to be in a group because we have the internet. <laughs> Literally, I just oh the internet. Let's be fair, the internet is just a group of of collective stupidity. That pretty much sums yeah. up the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, nope. but uh, I don't know. <sighs> so it's, yeah, it's just there's but there's once again like you can find something to back up any and everything you wish to believe. Yeah. And I would just ask that in your quest that you do look and try to find things that back up your more humane beliefs. Yeah. 
as opposed to you your you know your less humane beliefs. Let's let's we're we're on this rock together, guys. You know, without very few exceptions, we're not we're not going to make it off of it. So yeah. <laughs> we should probably try to take care of each other while we're on it. Yeah, I think that that, that just sums up like, everything that we've that we've said. And everything that's happened in twenty twenty. That sentence alone, like if everyone believed it like that, we we'd be in a much better place. They literally revealed that there were UFOs, like confirmed that there were UFOs and things like that, and nobody blinked. <laughs> I know I read that and I just kind of went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like, huh, yeah. That, that was what was crazy. Yeah. yeah, like people just, it just kind of happened. It trended for a bit and then everyone was like, yeah, all yeah. Right, moving on. Like it's now yesterday they're saying they found ga- like, like, uh, they found like a type of gas on Venus that shows there could be traces of like microbes on Venus yeah. so there could be life there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, ooh, we're all going to die. Yay. <laughs> they don't seem to be anything that would naturally occur. Yeah. In, 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 you know, considering the atmosphere and things like that. It's like acidic you know? gas, I think it said, which is like, wow, that would be interesting to live in. Well, not for long, but. Right. Uh, well, one of the things that really, really, really got me was, I don't know if you remember, there's a whole sequence in Men in Black where he's talking about every single that we have. The reason why humanity has such a huge technology jump is because we started, uh, and in the, in the Independence Day as well, that we started retro uh, retroactively breaking down and, and rebuilding alien technology yeah and it's like wait wait were they were they telling the truth <laughs> oh yeah oh you know? good point i've forgotten about that i haven't seen men in black for a couple of years and i haven't actually ever seen independence uh, day so i probably should watch that at some point but independence day is is i think they're, they're i think they say it pr- a little more explicitly in the independence day and i'm pretty sure they said it in men in black but both both films allude to the fact that the fact that we advanced so quickly technologically was quite a bit based on the fact that we now had access to alien technology that's and now concerning it's it's you know how do we get on ufos but uh but now you know it's, it's been it's been quali- it's been verified that there are unidentified flying objects in our you know that have, that have visited our, our planet destroy all humans might not be a game for much longer folks uh <laughs> <laughs> oh. there's so many interesting uh so many interesting things and and the other thing is it's one of the things, and you know, I'm in entertainment because I like storytelling, and and being on screen is one of the most, and in video games, things like that, it's one of the most effective methods of telling storytelling, of storytelling. Yeah. And one of the reasons it's funny. One of the reasons why the protests took off the way they did, and why these events had so much more of a impact on the American consciousness than than those that came before it, is stories. Yeah, the number of people who did not know about the Tulsa before Watchmen is astounding. About the witch, sorry. The the Tulsa Oklahoma race riots. Oh Greenwood. yeah, yeah. It's like so many, like it trended hard after the episode. So many people didn't know that it was based off of a real thing. That's it. Goes back to what you said about the, yeah, the history in America is not well taught. Yeah, exactly. So you know, so it was one of those perfect storms where you know art imitating life affected life. Yeah, that's actually a good way to describe it. Think about it. If if Watchmen hadn't happened, if it didn't open up the American consciousness to so many atrocities that had happened to a group of people, the the awareness for the compassion would not have been there. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting to me, and it's it's it very much con- uh, confirmed my choice of what I wish to do with my life and, and my career choice because it's the, these stories make a difference. Yeah. 
You know, our histories, our histories are not histories. Our histories are stories that we are told. You know, everybody's history is a story they were told to the point where if you think about it, you have friends that have gone through things with you. Yeah. And like I had, I had a good friend of mine from from back in high school. And he's like, hey, man, remember when we jumped out that second story window and it was snowbank? <laughs> right. Oh, well, now I want context to that. Well, that's the thing. I don't have context because I don't remember doing it. <laughs> Wait, how young were you meant to be at this point? I mean, this is this is this is high school, but I've done a lot of things. <laughs> I've 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 been set on fire, thrown off vehicles. You know, <laughs> you know I've, I've been in space. I've been an intergalactic. Car, I've been, you know, hey, I've look, I, so I, I know you said you started off with stunt work, man. But for goodness sake, what do you what do you mean you were set on fire? Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I was set on fire. I love how nonchalant you are about it. Yeah, I was set on fire. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I did a fire stunt. <laughs> but, 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 but so you think about that, like all the stuff I've done since high school and my friend's like, yeah, remember that time we did this thing? And I'm like, no. And he's like, no, no, no. This really happened. We really did this thing. And I said, oh, you're misunderstanding me. I'm not saying I don't believe I did it. I'm saying I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, that sounds completely like me. I just don't remember it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure I'm sure that happened. I'm just saying. So you think about that. That's that that is an impactful part of his life. Yeah. And at the time it was impactful for me, but because of all the, the things in that direction I have done since then, yeah, that's it's like not as impactful fine. for me anymore. Yeah. You know? Now I'm sure there's some other event that he and I that I remember that he kind of brushed off because it's something that's rote for him. That's not something I do all the time. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, man, that was so cool. And he's like, oh yeah, it was cool. I'm like, no, but it was awesome. He's like, yeah, that was cool. You know, but because <laughs> so 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 it's the same event or the same series of events, but very very different stories and very very different histories as to how they affect us and how we how we move forward. Yeah. It's like after we finish this, I'll be like, oh my God, I did another interview with Damien. This was so cool. And you'll be like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not expecting a reply there. <laughs> I was just like, there's so many, you got to remember, there's so many different ways to reply to things like that. <laughs> I actually froze up. My mind froze because it was like, it got overloaded with responses. I'm like, okay, do, I, do, I, do I lean in? Do I reassure? Do I go hard? You know, it's like, what do I do? You, you just you leave yourself wide open, and I'm not sure what 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 response I want <laughs> to come through. No, that, that response does it. That response does it. That's fine. That's fine by me. Yeah, yeah you overloaded me, man. I froze. Oh, I overloaded Damien. <laughs> Great. That, that, there you go. Add that to the CV. You you left yourself wide o- so wide open I couldn't swing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, right. Let's move on before we before that gets any more strange. Because <laughs> one thing I said to you, I remember when after we finished the first interview, was that we kind of scraped on a few like nerdy type things. We talked a little bit about like The Walking Dead and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and especially with Avengers, with you being uh, with you having your your roles in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But like, I wanted to go into it in more depth, and we didn't have enough time. So I just want to straight up uh, start this off by saying, Avengers Endgame. What did you think? because huh. <laughs> this is something that I could we could talk about for three hours so I'm gonna have to be very careful yeah. how in depth I go here but whew. here's my issue here's my major issue oh dear yeah this, that's not where I, I, that's not where I saw it. this going hang on <laughs> I, quite, I, quite, I quite enjoyed it I quite enjoyed it I just had one major issue that really disrupted my enjoyment of the film 
I'm scared that whatever you say now is actually going to disrupt my enjoyment because it's currently my favorite film in the in the in the cinematic universe. So I'm worried now. But go on. Okay. Thanos's plan was stupid. How so? It, it's, I can't remember what the principle is, but there's a principle of of life where it is if you eliminate half of life, actually, it's not even his plan. It's his it's his um his provocation, his motivation for it was stupid. If you eliminate half of life. Yeah. And you leave the systems that enable life to flourish in the way that it did in place, it will actually come back twice as fast. Yeah. But to be fair, this plan in Endgame was, was to get rid of all life then, so that there was no knowledge of it before. But then again, the same thing could still happen even then. Well, the, 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 well, the, the problem is, instead of... He, he's trying to take away instead of creating more to, to account for a scarcity. Yeah. You know, and and the th- that's the funny thing about it is scarcity is 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 an interesting concept mm. because it's false. There's there's no scarcity. It's it's a it's it's about the the distribution of resources, not resources themselves. So there were some continuity or story breaks, especially when you're talking about a character that's supposed to be one of the most intelligent, conniving. Yeah, because his motivations and, were different in the comics, weren't there? Something about, like, he wants to in the motive, please in the death comics, or something. Death, death brought him back to wipe out half of life. Ah, uh, okay. Because so, he kind of hints at that in, when, when you were Thanos in the Avengers, because they were, like, saying, like, to challenge mm-hmm. the Avengers to court death. And I, I didn't pick yes. that up until recently, and I rewatched Avengers, like, I think it was, like, a couple of days ago, and I heard, I heard him say that, and I went, oh, oh, ah, I see, ah. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of arguments and, and, and things online about how they could have made that more a part of the mythology, and they chose to go a different way. And it was stunning, amazing to watch, great performances, awesome. But at its base, it was it was a broken format. When you're when you're incredibly intelligent, incredibly masterful, incredibly methodical genius is working off of a easily disproved premise. <laughs> Yeah, takes true. a little bit of the thing out of it for me. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But, but no, I just that whole film. I mean, it was it was oh, funny I, when I, when, I, I, when I first watched it. I I saw it at the the midnight premiere. I watched it. The, the cinema did like a double bill thing, so I saw Infinity War at nine p.m. and then saw Endgame at midnight, and it was a fantastic nice. experience. But I remember coming out of Endgame the first time around thinking that was really good, but it wasn't quite as good as Infinity War. And then the more I saw Endgame, because I went. An embarrassing number of times at the cinema, which I'll probably refrain from quoting because I don't want to embarrass myself too much. But the more I went to see it, the more I enjoyed it. The more I was like, no, that actually, because because the one thing I think that 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 I had a, gr- a grievance with to begin with was that, that the final kind of like battle was with 2014 Thanos, and it was kind of like he didn't have mm-hmm. all the the character building and the 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 motivation that Infinity War Thanos did. Which I know it's right. been a very common criticism, but I just kind of learned to ignore that and just kind of went, no, I get it, because like. You know, of course, Thanos would come back, and you you kind of needed someone with the motivation to want to fight them again because Infinity War Thanos was done. He'd done his job, and that was it. He didn't need to. Well, fight well here's them the other thing. Here's the other thing. I remember Infinity War Thanos was not much of a combat Thanos at that point. True, he literally just walked he, around with his T-shirt on, just like, nah, I'm good. He he had all his. Well, he had his his team, and his team did most of the work. Yeah. <laughs> By the point, Fine, I'll do it myself. Send them off to get them again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but but he, by the time you get to Infinity War Thanos, he's a general. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, by the time you get to Endgame Thanos, uh, yeah, Infinity War Thanos, he's a general. Endgame Thanos was still into it. That's true. You know, he was still into doing it himself. He was still into, like, he didn't have any of the gems. He, he was still at that, I am going to do this thing. You know, so he he actually had a lot more a lot a lot more dog in the fight than uh, than Infinity War Thanos because yeah. he, he was he was like let me just do this and snap it. Endgame Thanos is like I gotta whoop all of y'all to yeah. show you that I'm right so that I can do the thing that I'm doing. Mm. Endgame uh, Infinity War Thanos is like I've done it I've got the thing I'm I'm here to get the things to do the thing. Yeah. Now, that was the so, thing. That's like that's why I said like I got I got more used to Endgame Thanos afterwards. I was like, no, actually, yeah, I can kind of understand it because that was like that's kind of like my thinking now a little bit. It was more like, yeah, like it was an interesting dynamic to mix it up and, and be like, no, here's like I said, here's a Thanos that actually has like more motivation. Because if you'd have just carried mm-hmm. on with Infinity War Thanos, it wouldn't have been as because like everyone was going, oh my god, they're gonna are they gonna bring like a different villain in Endgame like as well as Thanos? It was like. They can't do that. Like they can't add someone else into the mix in the concluding film of a two parts that's like been built up for twenty three films because it wouldn't, it wouldn't be earned. Like oh look, yeah. there's Galactus. It's like well he's not been mentioned. Why? Why? Hello. Yeah. Like it would have well, yeah. been. Where, where, been where's this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been strange. But man, was that a beautiful film? I don't think I'll ever be able to see the portal scene without being able to wipe a dungrim off her face every time oh, it yeah. came on. Just like yeah, yeah, like it's it was like an instinctive grin. Just like oh my god, look at that. That is fantastic. Well, the the beautiful thing, and the thing, the thing you can't underestimate is how is one. Uh, it, the film, the Marvel films are played, are are a soundtrack. They're, they're an emotional soundtrack. Yeah. You know, so they spend literally, and I've I've literally seen this with my own hours agonizing over story beats. Yeah. To make the emotional beats hit. So yeah. you spend hours agonizing to to push things in a way that make these things hit. I literally. When I was doing my 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 Civil War uh, VO, I was sitting there and Joe Esposito and Kevin Feige and bro, both Russo brothers and I think I think Nick was there. There was there's like five producers that were over there going over like lines, single lines. That's so crazy to make you know to to make it to make it sink to to the, to the emotional feel that they wanted. Yeah. So. Whereas, you know, there's story beats and things that don't, and obviously coming from my ridiculous comic background, I have a very, very different point of view on what, on who these characters are and what these characters should be doing and whether or not I agree with the motivation. Because in some cases, like I, I thought the, the movie translation worked very well. Yeah. You know, because it's like, okay, to get to, to get this character into this universe, you can't do what was in the comic. Yeah. But in some cases, I feel like there was some connectivity that they could have utilized that they didn't. So no, I was gonna say like I, I've never been a big comics person. Like when I got into these, films, I mean, I only really properly got into the, the whole universe with Infinity War. I'd seen a handful of the films, but that was the point where I really was completely hooked in and did all the catching up and all that stuff. But right, like I was never a big comics guy. Um, and so one of the ones that in particular that didn't affect me was I know Iron Man three made a lot of comic fans angry because of the way they handled the Mandarin. But to me, yeah. someone who hadn't read the comics, I was like, that's a really cool twist. The Mandarin is not who you think it is. It's, the, it's an actor, blah, 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 blah. I loved that. And then I, I like, and then, well, as the film said, then I had to go on turn on the TV and I looked and I saw everyone was saying, you know, this was not how they should treat the Mandarin. The Mandarin should be more. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, but but, but now I mean that they, they are amending it now because uh, Shang-Chi is going to be like writing those wrongs yeah, and actually bringing no. the Mandarin in properly, which is good. 
Mm-hmm. I, w- I would personally love to see them bring back Ben King- Kingsley and see- and have him kill him off for being an actor. To, like Almost as like a nod Maybe. to the screen to be like, hey, Iron Man 3 fans, yeah, y- yeah, y- we're-, we're-, we're cutting this off here now. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. All right, and then just kill him on screen. Then that's it. Done. They can like, because they- they've poked fun at themselves before. They can easily do it, but... Oh, right. I just... Okay, right. No, one, one thing for Endgame I really, really want to know your take on because I see so many people on Twitter sharing their bits about this and I never agree with a lot of them. What do you think about Captain America's ending? Do you think it makes sense? Do you like it? Yes. Good. Because, right. L- let for me, let the me... Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes. Yeah, because because the way, the way I see it, right, the, the complaint I see the most is everyone saying, well, how can Steve be there in that timeline at the end when he's old because Peggy had her own husband, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, every time I see a complaint like that, I'm like, well, first off, she never mentions who the husband is. There's no photos of her with said husband. There is no proof. And she, all, all, all we know is that in Winter Soldier, he sees a clip of her saying, Steve saved my future husband's life. That could just be some really cryptic thing he's told her to say. They could have quite easily settled down together and then Steve could have just gone out of the picture, old man Steve, when Peggy was dying, knowing that the younger one would come in to see her off as she died. Like they, that, that, that could easily, I don't know whether it was planned like that, but that can easily be swung around. But a lot of people don't seem to believe that. They just think that. Well, and, they, and, they, and you got to think the funeral, the funeral is not for the dead. The funeral is for the living. Exactly. And like old man, Steve doesn't need to be there because he was there when he was younger. Like he's been to the funeral already. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be there twice. Yeah. He'd already, he'd already done the funeral. Yeah. So, so. I, I, I personally don't see how it doesn't make sense. I think it, it makes perfectly logical sense and i think it was it's a big buy but it's a great emotional beat yeah it's like like for me as someone who like personally captain america was, has never been one of my favorite superheroes i really like him like there's there isn't one of the original six that i don't like like even hawkeye hawkeye right. gets so much hate but I, I i love him i think he's great um but like I, I like when I first saw Endgame. Like even like Black Widow has now retroactively become one of my favorites. Like for me, my my top ones. I love Iron Man and Captain Marvel. Then my top two, and then Black Widow is now like a right. very close third. But like at the time, even when I was watching Endgame, like she wasn't really that high up. But when she died, right. I was in floods of tears. More just because I think right. I was like, oh my god, they actually are killing people off now. That's where they're going with this. Because the only spoilers I had for Endgame going in was somebody tweeted out saying two, my two favorite characters have been killed. So I was like, right, okay, two people are gonna die. Cool, right. And then also someone like posted a, a picture of Hulk with the gauntlet. And I was like, oh, great. Okay, right. cool. So I know the Hulk's going to be involved in stuff. Right, cool. Um, but that was all I right. knew. So like I knew it was going to happen. And then as soon as that scene came up with Hawkeye and, and Widow, I was like, oh, no. Was like, oh, oh, no. I was like, oh, no, don't. <laughs> just that whole scene was just <laughs> gut punch after gut punch. And as soon as she just went, let me go, I was gone. I was absolutely right. gone. Because by that point, we're like two hours in and it was so funny because my mum was sat next to me because I don't know why, but she was like, I'll come along with you to Midnight Premiere. And the thing is, when I'm trying, when I'm crying, I'm trying not to make noise. I just kind of like, it sounds strange, but I just kind of like vibrate. I just kind of like shudder in right. my seat and she was just like, right. like all, all I could feel was just you shaking the seat. I was like, I'm sorry, it's sad. <laughs> it was just, it was so, but like that, but that was the first one that obviously Iron Man destroyed me. Like there were about four yeah. different points, like especially when when they sent off the wreath with with the the arc reactor on from the first film, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, I hate you! I hate you so much!" Yeah. And even like the yeah. cheeseburgers line from Morgan, but Captain America, like, I didn't think that, that his ending would make me cry. As soon as I saw him as an old man, I was like, "Oh my god, they're getting rid of him too!" Like, I was just, oh, it, was, it was so stupid, but I just lost it. It was so funny. But like, even right. me, me and I, n- n- neither of us have been massive fans of Captain America, but like that ending made both of us cry. We both sat there crying as the film ended. It was like, "Oh my god." 
But I thought it was such a fantastic ending, him going back with Peggy. I loved that. Yeah. And I'm glad they gave yeah, Sam was... the shield as well, because I, I really thought they were ramming it home for Bucky. Right. Well, but but you got to think about it from from a from a cinematic universe point of view. They actually never they did they didn't give uh, they didn't give Bucky time to earn it. Yeah, I mean, there's like I literally saw recently. There's even a Civil War deleted scene where Bucky picks up the shield and throws it at somebody, and then goes, oh, "I got to get me one of those." And I'm like, "See why you deleted that now? Very clever." Right. <laughs> yeah, but they did, yeah they they didn't give it they didn't earn it. Yeah, it's you true. Know, they, they, the character didn't earn it. It was that's what I'm saying. They they go over they very intent on how they work on it. Mm. You know, they were like they and they they didn't give the character airtime to earn the shield, so he doesn't get the shield. Yeah, and that, this is what I love now is that they've, they've announced all the different things going to be doing. Like we got all the films, and then also all the Disney Plus shows. Like they're really properly trying to expand it, and I'm just so happy about it. Like it's going to be some of the stuff. Like especially now, having played the Avengers game, I'm really excited for the Miss Marvel. Uh, Disney Plus show nice. because like yep. th- that that's my first look at her character. I mean, I don't even think she's a particularly old comics character if I'm if I'm correct in no, thinking that. She's, she's pretty recent. Yeah, because because in the Avengers game, like one of the things you can do is pick up like comic collectibles and like it'll show you like key issues from different characters' history and like there's loads of, like '60s comics for Captain America and whatever. But for Miss Marvel, I don't think any of her comics that you can collect go further back than 2014, which made me think, okay, is well, she, if, like, you, if you're ta- yeah, if you're talking about uh, Kamala, Her- uh, Kamala Kamala Khan, yeah, yeah, Kamala Khan, yeah. Uh, if you talk about Kamala Khan, yeah, she you can't go back that far because that's when she was created. Yeah, but I really, really like her. I think that yeah. she was done so well in the game, and that makes me really, really excited to see her well, come you, into the universe. Did you catch that when uh, in Captain Marvel when she's flitting through all the different uniforms? Yeah, one of the ones she she flits into, and I think it's the one where Monica touches her, is actually Monica's Captain Marvel uniform. No, I didn't, because I think I got most of the references, but I didn't get all of them. Yeah, well, there's, there's the one because it's a color shift because it's they they, you know, they're very similar. But uh, yeah, I think or 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 Monica says I like that one or something. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cap, don't don't let me start on Captain Marvel because I'll go into a massive thing about that. I adore like that film and that character so much. I just like nice. like for for me the the thing that I that I'm really, really, that I really want to see. I don't know whether I want it to be like the 10-year plot. It would be great if it were. Like if it's the next 10-year plot, I'll be so happy. I really personally want to see Secret Invasion become like a very big plot. And there are rumors that Captain Marvel 2 will delve into that and bring like a lot of Avengers in in a kind of a, a Civil War style thing. And if they do, great. But... Well, they they, they already said a big, big, big... Uh... You know, with with Spider Man, they already said a huge. Yeah, this is the thing. Let's have this is what had me thinking. Well, I, I, actually, it's probably safe for anyone who's listening and doesn't know what Secret Invasion is. It's basically a storyline in which the Scrolls basically infiltrate the Avengers and keep out the governments, etc., and just try and ba- they're basically just trying to take over the planet. But nobody knows who's who because they're Scrolls and they're shapeshifters. So like they could they could and they've done, and they've like, done some they've done some modifications to make them like perfect copies of yeah. whoever it is they're copying. So, like, one of the Avengers that we have right now, or well, several of them could be scrolls, and they might reveal it later. Like, like, like I said, I didn't read the comics, but for me, there was a, a an animated show I used to watch. I don't know if I mentioned it before, mm-hmm. called uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It was like a kid's cartoon, and I was watching it in, that, in high school. That um, was the best Avengers cartoon. That's my favorite Avengers cartoon. Yes! I'm glad you know it, because as, well, as you know, the second series was all about Secret Invasion. There was a massive, mm-hmm. massive push on that, and I adored it. I thought it was so cool. So as soon as I knew Scrolls yeah. and Captain Marvel, I was dead excited. And then as soon as I like, like just seeing them in the trailers and everything, and then they turned out to be the good guys or the less bad guys, and I was like, 
oh, so are you not going to go down that, oh, okay. Because, like, I loved the film, but I was, like, really worried they shut the door. And then Spider-Man 2 comes along, and they're like, actually, Nick Fury and Maria Hill were scrolls. And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> you should have seen yeah. the look on my face in the cinema. Like, I lost it. Like, even more so than when J.K. Simmons came up, because everyone lost it for that. But, like, right. I saw them turn the scrolls, and I was like, oh, yes! I almost thought they were, like, trying to backdoor Iron Man being alive at one point, because, like, he was, like, as he was on the call, he was kind of like, you know, everyone kept asking me the Avengers are, and, you know, we kind of need you to come back. And I went, oh, don't bring it, Iron Man. And then it was Nick Fury. I went, oh, okay, okay, good, okay. Right. Because I was like, you know, Iron Man bringing him back now would be, that would be a, a very bad, bad move, I think. Well, and Robert Downey said thing... he's not going to come back. Yeah, but of course he would say that. Of course he would. Like, I would love to, <laughs> like, there's, there's rumours, like, in Black Widow, they're going to have a bit of him in it via a Civil War deleted scene, which I hope is true, because, you know, I would take any Robert Downey Jr. content with, with ease but that'd be great and then but even if he was coming back he said he wasn't yeah you know exactly I mean? exactly um so. but my, my my hope i literally literally tweeted this last night like my kind of wild dream that i know is definitely not going to happen well almost likely not to happen but i would love it even though it would undo her death on like the, the gravitas of it whatever i don't care i like black widow i would love it if the end credit scene of black widow would be steve going back to vormir putting the soul stone back and then the deal being undone. Like they say that the can't, the transaction can't be undone, but at no point did he did Red Skull say, if you bring the soul stone back, then right. like he didn't emphasize it. And the phrase is a soul for a soul. So if you give the soul stone back, do you get the soul back that sacrificed themselves? And I would love it if right. that was if they left the door open for Black Widow to then come back. Like maybe not as a key Avenger, but just like say, Oh, she might come back in a future film, you know, because because what I don't like, the thing that worries me about the film, while I'm so, so excited for it, I think it's gonna be fantastic. It almost feels like I don't want to say that it's at the wrong time because that sounds stupid. Because like she just she's deserved a solo film for a long time, but it kind of sucks that it's come after she's died. And I feel like if right. if the film comes out and it's really good, which to be fair, I don't think Marvel's made a bad film yet in this universe. Like then it's gonna make everyone think, well, you know, you could have done like a three a three film franchise with her like you did with Iron Man, but you killed her off. Like I would like right. to see them open the door, and the the, the common rumor is like, oh, Yelena's gonna take over, and it's like, well. Florence Pugh's a great actress, and she'd probably do a great job, but, you know, you, you give Scarlett a solo well, film, you, then... You, just, you don't, don't have the investment. Yeah, like, I, I just personally would think it'd be a wasted opportunity to finally give Scarlett a solo film, and then be like, right, that's it, that's your epilogue, off you go, goodbye. Like, it just... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, because one of the things I, I didn't like as much about Phase. Uh, are we in phase two? Phase three was the one that's just finished. Yeah, okay. One of the things I didn't like about phase three, I felt like they started playing it safer with casting. You think so? With who in particular? Like, have you got any examples? Well, I mean, uh, he did a great job, but Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange was was not at all, like, that wasn't like, oh, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, I I thought it was a, like a perfect choice for it myself. I don't know. Like unless you had like, did you have someone else in mind? Then again, you've read but the comics. No, but, you have a better idea. But that's, what I'm, but that's what I'm saying though. He was the perfect choice. Whereas a lot of the other choices, you were like, oh, you're gonna use him? Oh, 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 right. Like with Iron Man, like with Robert Downey Jr. Like yeah. oh, like like because not long it, that hadn't long been English. It hadn't been long after everything that that like. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting yes. stuck on my words. Yes. It hadn't been long after his, his stint in jail, the drug string, all that stuff. And then you're like, oh, you're, you're putting your, your chips on him. Okay. And it worked. Yeah, I get you. I do. That's fair. So I'm saying, but, yeah, but like a lot of the, you know, 
who would have thought about you know, I mean Chris Helmsworth nobody even knew who he was yeah it was just some guy on an Australian soap like yeah but that's what I'm saying but they, I mean Loki Tom Hiddleston nobody nobody even knew who Tom Hiddleston was no and he auditioned for Thor which is what I find really funny and I'm, gl- I'm so glad he didn't get the part because I, I think it's, like that's one of the examples of being born to play a role like he is so fantastic as Loki like to turn oh, up at, at Comic Con dressed as Loki playing Loki and have everyone chanting his name like not many actors could pull that off Right. Like just, yeah. No. He did. He did a good job. Yeah. It was. Uh, didn't work so well for Arrow. But. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, dude. We, we, he. He. But it, there were so many. But she was saying no. But those early castings. Even. Yeah. Even Chris. Chris's Captain America was kind of like people were like, oh, you use Human Torch as Captain America. That's true. That is you true. Know? They gave him like a, a second chance there. Yeah, all all the earlier the castings were very like you were like oh mm. you know, That's but true. then when they started after, after pretty much started with phase two they kind of started leaning into more you know less surprising casting into more safe choice. That's true. You know, and so far everything we've seen in phase three has been pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jonathan Majors Kang is inspired. Oh, I'm so glad that like because well, we, Kang was in was in Earth to Mightiest Heroes as well was in that show. Like, so yeah, I've got yeah. some experience with Kang. So when I heard he was like last night, they were like, "Oh, Jonathan Major's going to be Kang, and he's going to be in Ant Man three. I was like, "What?" Because the Ant Man films to me are the ones that people sleep on the most, and right. they're they're so good. I adore those films. Yeah. They're so so good. Well, they're heist films. You know, they're very very simple superhero. Well, that's the, see, that's one of the things, and I think Winter Soldier is where is where uh, Marvel figured out. An incredible formula. The incredible formula is make a great genre movie and put superhero stuff on it. Because Winter Soldier was a spy movie. Yeah, Winter Soldier was so good. But it was a spy movie. It was a, it was a yeah. really really fun, good spy movie that they threw superheroics into. Yeah, and, and, they, and it was perfect. Heist movies, heist movies that they throw superheroics into. And that's what it is. Mm, that's true. It is true. So, which which makes me yeah. especially angry when people will be like, "Oh, superhero films are not cinema." It's like, right. well, they are, but okay. Silence, fool. <laughs> Literally, like, well, ugh, I don't. Well, one of the, one of the things I love about Jonathan Majors being cast as as Kang as Kang yeah. is Kang was originally Rama Tut. All right. So that means if if they have him play Rama Tut, that means we're actually going to see for one of the first times a black actor play a pharaoh Ooh. on screen. Ooh. Now that would be good. That would be really good. Yeah, that's interesting. Now I'd be, I'd be very interested to see how they play that one out. I'm be really good. hoping they use him as as a cut as well. I mean, to be fair, like I'm, I'm three can easily use time travel now because it's been very quantum realm focused, and yes. now the quantum realm is the key to time travel. So if they don't touch on time travel at all, it will be a bit strange, almost to be honest. So, well, you can't, you can't do King with the, t- the whole thing about King is time travel. Yeah, literally, he's a time travel villain, so it's the perfect time yeah. to bring him in. So there's no excuse why they couldn't do the Pharaoh you're, side. If you're not if you're not doing time travel, why why bring in Kang? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh, but but if God, they so they make cool. him well as well, then we are we are in some some interesting territory. Yeah, you know, that'll be good. Very very far away from Gods of Egypt. True. Well, okay. So, out of all the Marvel stuff, I just want this is just like my my closing question for you before we move on to the the final topic. Um, mm. Out of all the Marvel projects that are coming out, so TV shows, films, is there one in particular that stands out to you that's exciting you the most? Uh, Captain America. I mean, uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon, and Winter. Soldier. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's going to be a great one. But they're back on set yeah, now, which is great. 
yeah i just so far so far that's one of the ones i'm one of the most excited about uh you know i'm pretty excited about most things but that that one yeah like there's not a single one i'm not not excited for like like she hulk and moon knight i don't know either of those very well at all but i'm still like you know there are loads of characters that i didn't know about going into the marvel cinematic universe i'm like i love those like Guardians of the Galaxy, I had no idea about. But yeah, well, the, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is big. Are they like hammer, aren't people really hammering now for Keanu Reeves to go for Moon Knight? Because people keep saying that Keanu Reeves should get an MCU role now. I feel like that's the one a lot of people are putting his name towards. And I don't know. You're a comics person. Do you think that would be a good casting? Because I haven't got a clue. Um, yes and no. How's I that? love Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is not a pull off three different personalities act. So unless they are going to, uh, unless they're going to sh- shift away from that narrative, which is possible, which they might, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know that that he's a great choice for it. That's fair. That's fair. See, I, yeah. I haven't got a clue. I, I would love to just see Keanu Reeves get a role, but I just depends on what it is. Because John Wick, the John Wick films are just like. Yeah, some of the most iconic films of, of our of our time to me anyway. I adore them. I think they're fantastic. I I, I love them too. It, it, the uh, the first the 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 main issue I have with the John Wick films is you made them so badass in the first one that there was no believable stakes for the second and third one. Yeah, they've they've made the kills a bit more gruesome. Like there was one there was one particular in, in but, three where like he literally just blows someone's head off with a shotgun. It's like yeah, you can't improve the action, so you just imp- improve the violence, I guess. But you weren't you weren't ever really concerned about John. Yeah, they spent so much time talking about how badass he was in the first movie. That's true. You know that when you when the second movie you're like okay, let's see how he kills all these different dudes. Mm. You know it's like watching a Rambo movie. Ooh, how's Rambo gonna wreck all these guys? You know. I think what interests me the most is that they've now confirmed that John Wick 4 and 5 are going to be shot back-to-back. What yeah. Was, what was the last big Hollywood uh, film or bill that was shot back-to-back? Infinity War and Endgame. So I'm like sat yeah. thinking, are they going to try and pull off some big final two-parter for him? Because obviously they can't do the films forever. Right. Because it will it will get old, and I don't want them to, to do it for so long that it then ruins the effect of them. Because so far, I personally believe, this is just me, but I think they've got better as they've gone along. Um, Even though... Like, but I I don't I don't mean that as in like the films are dramatically better each time. I mean just like there's almost like a little bit of a more of an edge because like John Wick one is still fantastic and phenomenal. But like in two, you know, there was like the cinematography improved quite a bit. And, you know, like there would like the the, the like the way they film stuff. I think it's just like little touches that make it better for me. It's not right. like there's like it's not like oh my god three is so much better than one. It's like if you asked me to rank the Iron Man films, it's like there would be bigger gaps between films. Where it's John Wick, it's like they're all super duper close together but i think just slightly they might edge themselves like a little bit more each time and get a bit better mm-hmm. so i don't know but i'm i'm really excited for that i'm glad that i asked you about your favorite marvel things if you ask me what thing i'm looking forward to i i, I couldn't answer that because there's so many different things that i'm like <laughs> like captain marvel 2 yeah. obviously is like a big one for me right um one division i'm really really looking forward to that but it, it's going to be super creepy. It's going to be interesting. I'm yeah. worried about it. Like, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that because this is the most common theory. So I'm gonna warn. If anyone like wants doesn't want potential spoilers for One Division, actually, do you like care if I say this? Because I don't know how involved you are. Because like, there's a big theory that that I'm th- wondering if they're going to play out. I might not mention it if you don't want me to say it. But it's just a theory. You can say anything you want. That's fine. If anyone cares, then you know, don't listen for like 30 seconds. But the the, the whole rumor around One Division is that because it's like stuck in like a like a sick like a 50 style sitcom it's all very strange and very different is that it's all going to be inside her head 
and that Vision is like still dead. They're not bringing him back, and it's all going to be in her head. It's all going to be like about her overcoming like her demons and stuff, so that she's ready for when she appears in Doctor Strange too. Which makes me sad because I was really hoping they were going to bring Vision back. Because to me, one of the the biggest ball drops they had in Infinity War to Endgame was that they backdoored all this stuff about Vision still being a lot without the stone, that he could still exist without it, blah, 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 blah. And then he just dies. And in Endgame, he's not even mentioned by name. And I'm like, you you said you could bring him back. And that just feels like a, a whole lot of plot that you just kind of cast aside. So when WandaVision was announced, I'm like, cool, they're bringing it back. And then there's this theory, oh, it's all in her head. Vision's really dead. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that to me. <laughs> but it, it does make sense. It makes sense. And I don't like it. I have heard that theory. I, I've heard it in a few places. It was a while ago. Like, probably close to when it was announced, but... No, I was saying I have heard that theory. Oh, you have? Oh, there you go. So, it, like, it, it makes sense. I, I hate it, but it does make sense. It, it's... <laughs> for a character, like... Yeah, like, there you go. <laughs> that says it all, the chuckle. Like, it stands to reason that that is quite easily a direction they could take it. They said it was, like, nothing they'd ever done before and it was going to be very different, so... Like, I can see that that would actually be the way they take it. And I hope not. Because see what they do. Oh, it, well, it would be great, and I would like—I would not say it would be bad if they went that way. It just—I love Vision, man. <laughs> I really like Vision. I don't want them to kill him off yet, but yeah, because that's the problem. As soon as you put an Infinity Stone in his head in a in a ten-year tenure about the Infinity Stones, it's like we're writing a death sentence for this character. Don't get too attached. <laughs> okay. so. Yeah, no. I was like, ooh, that's not. <laughs> yeah, in the we... same film that they backdoor Infinity War, they're like, hey, here's a new character. There's an Infinity Stone in his head. Hope you like him. It's like, uh, actually, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get attached. I'm not going to get attached. I'm not going to get attached. Oh, literally. Cause th- and that's, that's what's the, th- the thing with it is, is that literally Paul Bettany had earned that role. Like, to be Jarvis in. How many films was it? F- four, four entire <laughs> films, and then also for the start of Age of Ultron. To like to be jealous right. and then to be put into vision to develop the character it's it's like it's it's fantastic like he like he really earned it yeah and i just i i, I would love to see them explore him a bit more because you know he was he was quite key for, for, for age of ultron civil war he was he, he he had some pretty good moments like i really liked his, mm-hmm. his little speech about conflict content uh conflict leading to catastrophe and all that and him like shooting Rody, but like there wasn't much to explore there. Most of his character development really came in Infinity War, and then he died. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And that was in a film where they were trying to juggle like a bunch of different people. So, I just right. I would like Tricky. to see him get more love, and I know he will get some more in One Division, but I mean like beyond it, man. Because I know like it seems like they're mm-hmm. trying to they're trying to backdoor the Young Avengers, which I'm completely down for. Like Kate Bishop is like like to me. I love how I'm along with spending talking about this. Like, this is going to be like a two-hour podcast at this rate, jeez. Um, <laughs> but no, like, I, like because I, I have started picking up some comics recently. Like, I've gone in particular for uh, Kelly Thompson. There's one I picked up quite a few for, and she did a, a whole run for Kate Bishop that I've been reading that I really like. So I'm really keen to see her come into Hawkeye to to be developed as a character. And right. it seems like they are trying to lead a bit. Like, is it Wiccan and Speed, I think they said, were potentially going to be brought in in one division and then would carry on afterwards. Like, they are trying to backdoor the Young Avengers. And I think... That'll be cool, yep. but I don't want to see them get rid of all the old characters, which I know they won't, but I would love to see... Like I was saying this on Twitter, I, w- I would be interested to see some, something a la Avengers 1, where, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. role is fulfilled by the older Avengers. So people mm-hmm. like Vision or Doctor Strange or whoever it might be, or, like, Hulk. I hope Hulk stays around. I really do. Right. I mean, he's bound to come into yeah. She-Hulk. Like, he's, he's like there's, they can say what they want. He's bound it, to appear in be, that. It, it would be difficult and silly... 
yeah to do <laughs> to do she hulk without hulk yeah to be like okay we've gotten rid of, of hulk now now we have she hulk like mark ruffalo deserves a solo film i know he's probably not going to get one but man that's but that has to do with the that has to do with universal legal, not with yeah. yeah it's just it's just such a shame yep but yep what can you do i don't know it's just keep yeah. watching keep letting them know what you want and literally just yeah. <laughs> oh god like well, there's, there's, there's so much more we could say and we could go into so many other geeky things but i feel like before we spend another five hours i, I probably need to to switch us back to <laughs> my last question my most important question well double-edged right. sword really but uh you probably should expect i'm gonna ask about payday three yeah yeah you probably should have seen that coming um <laughs> no um completely completely hit me out of left field i had no idea you were gonna ask <laughs> just like wait what, what's payday three like what's what's the yeah. like, you didn't even know about it wait, or... wait they're making another one they are did you not know <laughs> <laughs> what that's what's so funny like the twitter account like I, like most days now people are like when's payday three happening is it coming and everyone's like it's confirmed and everyone's like really it's like they need to do like a big press release again to confirm it exists because I feel like most people still don't have a clue even <laughs> it's happening. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. ask you the same thing that I did with Ian because when I asked Ian this question, I basically said, "How much do you know? What can you talk about?" And knowing that you probably will say, N- "Yeah, like no and very little." What would you like to see? So same thing again. What do you know about Payday Three that you could share? Presumably nothing. And beyond that, what would you like to see in the game if you have any thoughts? Um. <laughs> Great answer. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Big question, man. <laughs> All right, let, let's 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 break it down. So, uh-huh. how what what can you say about Payday 3? Nothing. There you go. <laughs> Do you right, or this might be one you have to be careful how you answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you know anything about Payday 3 that may not be yes. public knowledge right now? Yes. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much because I want to grill you for information and I know I can't and that gives me so much stress. Okay. What would you like to see in Payday 3 then? Like what like from from a perspective of someone who's played Chains now for seven years question mark? Maybe it's a bit longer because you probably filmed it a bit before 2013, I don't know, but like seven or eight years. Like from someone who's been very involved in the franchise this whole time, where would you like to see either your character go or just Payday go? They ended in such an interesting way. I I don't, you know, I, I'm not sure what I want to see. It's difficult. I'm very curious as to what you want to do. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting because it's it's well, but the, but the funny the fun thing, what well, the fun thing and the limiting thing is, uh, heisting in 20, 2020 and twenty twenty one is very different than heisting in two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. You know. So it's like, oh, but I, I'd like to see. Uh... <laughs> see, what I, what I imagine is going through your head. I would hate to put thought like words into your mouth, but I imagine is you probably want to see some of the stuff that you already know about. And so you can't say that stuff because then you're leaking things that you know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll assume that you, that you didn't hear that because mm. it seems that you did. Um, but yeah, so because that's the thing. Like, I, I want, I want to ask because obviously, you know, I, I want to know what you can tell us, even though I know every time that it's a moot point because you can't say anything. But man, there's, I, there's nothing I can tell. I just wish, like, you just go. Actually, I left a hint about it earlier in the podcast. Did you listen? <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> oh, no, I just... Yeah, well, it's still two or three years off yet, so I imagine it's going to be a while before we hear more news, although I, my, my channel craves things to report. Um, and as we discussed earlier, a lot of news things just want to put titles out, but I don't do that. I just make news when there's news to make, despite the complaints I get sometimes. I st Genuinely, I still get loads of complaints. People going, oh, um, you know, why haven't you done a video on Payday 2 on consoles in so long? I'm like, because there's there's no news to report. I can't make it up, can I? Like, if there's news, I'll do a video. But, like, what do you want me to say? Oh, there's a new update. And everyone goes, really? I go, no. It's like, well, why'd you make a video then? It's like... It's like Give the people what they want, man. Literally. Well, take that up with Overkill then. That's their problem, not mine. Right. Oh, I, lo I love that. Hey, man, why, why did this happen? I'm, I'm the performer. Yeah, I'm here to bring the news. If there's no news to bring, then yeah, that's it. We're, yeah. we're, we're done. Like, <laughs> oh, I love that. Because everyone just goes, oh, yeah. Because like, they think with the partnership that I have like a load of weight over them. I'm like, I wish I did. I wish I could tell them what to do. But no, that's not how it works. That's not. <laughs> Probably need to give you a good bit of credit as well for the partnership because that was like, because the the interview with you was the first that probably put me on the radar. I think. Oh, well, it might be. I don't know. I know that having a few things with Ian definitely helped, but like you started right. it all off for me. Like that was, like I'll say it before and I'll say it again. The fact that you even agreed because I remember I messaged you just like, would you be interested in coming on the channel? And I was dead certain you were gonna be like, oh, I'm really busy. You know, I'm not really sure. And then you just went, yep. And I was like, what? <laughs> He wants to do it? Hello. Well, my, my, my schedule is insane because it's like, I'll be like super busy and then I'll have pockets where I don't have anything. Yeah. And But I never know when they're going to come up or what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's always like super random, you know? And then, and so like there's people who've asked me since you, who I wanted to do that I couldn't do that never worked out. And there's people, you know, it's, it's, it's just random to me. Like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And fortunately for you and I, this is, second time now we've been able to get together and make it work clearly it's because you love me like I, I i can tell that's fine yeah yeah no that's totally it <laughs> <laughs> i want to question you. i want to question the intonation in your voice there but i think for my own sake i'm not going to do that what intonation what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> no and you've already said about a third time genuinely we'll have to like I, like I don't know how many how much space you're supposed to put in between bringing a guest back onto a podcast but like genuinely, there's so much other stuff we could talk about that we could yeah. easily fill another round. Like, like I'm not sure because we were recording for like half an hour-ish before we started, but I think we're already <laughs> past the 90-minute mark. So like, we're probably right. going to have to bring it to an end. Because <laughs> like, this is the thing of like, the episodes will be about an hour long. Ian Russell, hour and a half. Us, hour and a half, right. hour and 40 minutes. It's like... <laughs> Whoops, creeping. <laughs> there's so much to talk about and there's so much like we need to pursue. So basically, what I'm saying is don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'll be back right. for you soon. Right. Yeah. I, I um. Yeah. I was gonna be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just instead of this time being like, well, back there's more to discuss. Just I'll bring you back in like a week's time. That's it. The, the, the podcast are every two weeks. I'll bring you back in a week's time. Done. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> then we could talk about Bank Heist 101 too. Now that'd be great. That'd hey, be fantastic. There you go. I got to think what your thoughts going to be on that. Like I'm gonna have Twitter open nervously now for the next like day or two and be like. Oh boy, it's coming anytime. You know I'm gonna make you wait now, so you should have done that. Now I'm don't, gonna make you wait. No, don't make me wait, because then you'll forget altogether, and then it'll, it'll the, the joke will have no payoff. <laughs> well, that would even be better. <laughs> no, you know, you know I bet you. No, I know you'll do now. You'll probably like write the tweet right after you watch it, and then schedule it for like five weeks away. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. You can schedule tweets, can't you? You can schedule you tweets. So if you want, like, Thank if you want to, if you want to delay it without without forgetting, then you can just do that. And then, like, randomly at like three a.m., I'll just see tweet from Damien. Just watch Blank. I'll be like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Yep. Yep. I'm scared. Good time. I'm really, really scared. Good time. Oh <laughs> uh, right. So I think that's probably a good point to bring it to an end. So thank you very much, Damien, for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Of course. It's it's great to have been able to to get you to find time again because I know like how busy you are. Like even with everything going on right now, like it's, yeah, yeah. You're not you're not an easy guy to track down. <laughs> I've got a new thing I'm doing, and I'm I'm very very busy, and I can't talk about it at all. <laughs> Can you not do that, please? can you not do that i was gonna ask you about future projects as well now you just slid that in anyway just to annoy me like i was like no if i ask him about future projects he's just gonna tease me and i'm just gonna be sat here like oh great so there's three things you're doing you can't talk cool right great right. and what about that fourth yep. thing you can't talk about that either cool right all right cool nope. <laughs> hey you asked for this interview i don't know why you get mad at me <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true i've got no one to blame but myself that's very true but yeah thank you very much damien for coming on and thank you to everybody for listening as i said at the start of the podcast if you fancy getting these episodes 48 hours early make sure you head over to patreon.com forward slash red archer live you get 48 hours early access to listen to them but beyond that make sure that you're subscribed to the channel to red archer live and you're also following the redcast on spotify so you can listen to it wherever and whenever you like because we're all about convenience and it's very nice so yeah that i don't know what what that, that's and it that's what we call an improvised plug where you, you finish you the go. plug and then you don't know what to say after it. Can you tell I don't script most of this? <laughs> <laughs> you just say thank you very much for listening, man. Yeah, are you, are you... there you go. Yeah, but I just try and make it sound cool. And that. I don't want to be basic. I don't want to want to say thank you. Who just says thank you in twenty? But then you screw it up because you're trying to think of something clever instead of just getting up off the channel. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just like cut it off immediately. Just like, yeah, we're done. Okay. No, thank you very much, right. Damien. And thank you everyone else for listening. See you later. Thank you. Take care.